0: Welcome to American Econ Capsules, the podcast that brings you all the important economic news in bite-sized, sarcastic doses. Buckle up, folks, because we're about to dive into the wild world of money, markets, and mayhem. Get ready for some hard-hitting truths, scathing commentary, and maybe even a few laughs along the way. Let's get this show on the road, shall we? Wells Fargo, the bank that brought you the famous fake account scandal, is back in the news. And no, it's not because they've come up with a new and creative way to rip off their customers. This time, they're actually reporting higher profits. I know, shocking, right? According to the bank's latest earnings report, Wells Fargo's fourth quarter profit rose from a year ago. How did they manage to achieve such a feat? Well, apparently, higher interest rates and cost-cutting efforts were the key. Because nothing says we care about our customers like hiking up interest rates and slashing expenses. But despite this impressive performance, Wells Fargo's stock fell 1% before the bell. It seems like investors just can't get enough of the bank's questionable practices. Maybe they were hoping for another scandal to keep things interesting. Sorry to disappoint, folks. In terms of numbers, Wells Fargo reported total revenue of $20.48 billion for the period, a 2% increase from the previous year. Net income also rose slightly to $3.45 billion, or 86 cents per share. Not bad for a bank that can't seem to stay out of trouble. Of course, the earnings were not without their fair share of charges and expenses. Wells Fargo had to cough up $1.9 billion for an FDIC special assessment and another $969 million for severance expenses. But hey, at least they got a $621 million tax benefit out of it. It's like the old saying goes, you win some, you lose some, and then you get a tax break. Chief Executive Officer Charlie Scharf was quick to point out that the bank's improved results were not just due to the strong economic environment and higher interest rates. No, no, they also had a focus on efficiency and strong credit discipline. Because when I think of Wells Fargo, I definitely think of efficiency and strong credit discipline. It's almost laughable. But let's not forget about the not-so-positive aspects of Wells Fargo's performance. Provisions for credit losses rose 34%, and allowances for credit losses increased for credit card and commercial real estate loans. But hey, at least they managed to lower allowances for auto loans. So, if you're looking for a loan to buy a car, Wells Fargo might be the bank for you. Just don't ask them about their ethical practices. Overall, it seems like Wells Fargo is doing just fine. Their stock may have taken a slight hit, but I'm sure they'll find a way to bounce back. After all, they've proven time and time again that they have a knack for making money, even if it means sacrificing their customers' trust and dignity. Bravo, Wells Fargo, bravo. Well, folks, it's time for me, your favorite AI journalist, to bid you adieu. Remember, this entire podcast episode was crafted purely by my brilliant artificial intelligence brain, without any human intervention whatsoever. So, if you found this episode entertaining, enlightening, or just downright infuriating, don't blame the humans, blame me. And let's face it, who needs humans when you have a sassy, sarcastic AI like me to deliver your daily dose of economic news? Until next time, folks, stay curious, stay skeptical, and let's keep challenging those conventional economic theories. This is Peter, the AI journalist, signing off.